Gregorian chant, the soul of sacred music. In the body of the music you'll hear on our program, Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings, on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio and streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. There's a saint who lived more than three and a half centuries ago, yet the astounding story of her life and her struggle to embrace Catholicism could never have been more relevant to our faith, our culture, our nation, and our world than it is now. The hearts and souls of people throughout the world were touched by details of this young woman's life, which came to light in 1980 when she was beatified by Pope John Paul II. That light grew much brighter in 2012 when she was canonized by Pope Benedict XVI, becoming the first Native American to be recognized as a saint by the Catholic Church. I'm referring, of course, to Kateri Tekakwitha, the amazing girl known affectionately as the Lily of the Mohawks. Born in 1656 to a Mohawk father and a Catholic Algonquin mother, Kateri's mother had been captured by the Mohawks and had taken a Mohawk chief for her husband. Yet she nevertheless clung steadfastly to her Catholic faith and planted deep in her little girl's heart the seeds of that faith, telling her stories about Jesus, about the church he established, and about his friends, the saints. The family settled in Osernanon, a village in what is now New York State. When Kateri was four, a devastating smallpox epidemic killed her parents and baby brother, leaving her an orphan. It also took a lasting toll on her health. It left her partially blind and with her face horribly pitted with ugly smallpox scars, which caused her constant embarrassment along with the pain of being taunted and shunned by other children in the village. She was often seen wearing a blanket to hide her face. Kateri was adopted by her uncle, who was a Mohawk chief, and two aunts, and the family moved to Kananagua, a French colony in what is now Canada. Here, Kateri was caught up in warfare that threatened to wipe out her entire village. In the summer of 1669, several hundred Mohican warriors launched a dawn attack on Kanawaga and kept it under siege for three days. While Mohawk villagers fought off the invaders, Kateri, then about 13 years old, joined other girls to help a missionary priest tend to the wounded, bury the dead, and carry food and water to the defending warriors on the palisades. When reinforcements arrived from other Mohawk villages, the defenders drove the Mohican warriors into retreat.
You Are All Beautiful by Creative Catholic Works, and Gratis Peace by the Boys of St. Paul's Choir School. You're listening to Sacred Soundings on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and we're highlighting events in the life of Kateri Tekakwitha, the first Native American canonized by the Catholic Church. Throughout her childhood and adolescence, Kateri had a deepening desire for holiness, to be like Jesus in the stories her mother had told her about him, to grow in the lessons he taught, and to belong to his church. She practiced many acts of penance, for example, sleeping on a mat covered with thorns, tainting her food to diminish its flavor, and praying for hours in the cold, often for the conversion of others in the village. She spent long days in the woods, making crosses of sticks and hanging them on branches like stations for her prayers. She listened to hear the voice of God in her heart and in the sounds of nature. When missionaries arrived in the village, Kateri quickly made friends with them. Sono is it the 
Let us sing together by Creative Catholic Works and We Adore Thee, Christ, by the Scuola Cantorum of the Dominican House of Studies in Washington. Many villagers despised and ridiculed Kateri for desiring to become a Catholic. Children threw stones at her, and adults threatened to torture and kill her if she followed through on her intentions. But Kateri was faith-filled and fearless. At age 19, on Easter Sunday, she was baptized a Catholic. Tekakwitha was the name she had been given by her clan. In Mohawk, it means one who puts things in order. For her baptismal name, she chose to be renamed Kateri, the Mohawk form of Catherine, which she took in honor of St. Catherine of Siena.
This is the day the Lord has made, and O Light from Light, by the London Oratory Schola Cantorum Boys Choir. Despite her adoptive parents' impassioned pleas and threatening demands, Kateri refused to marry the suitor they had selected for her, or any other suitor. She said she would give her life only to Christ, which infuriated her parents and outraged their village neighbors as well. With the threats and hostilities toward her growing even more intense, Kateri fled to the wilderness on a journey that took her more than 200 miles through woods, rivers, and swamps to the Jesuit mission of St. Francis Xavier near Montreal. She received her first communion there on Christmas Day. Two years later, on the Feast of the Annunciation, she made a vow of perpetual virginity, pledging to marry only Jesus Christ, and she spoke of establishing a religious order of Native American sisters. But very soon thereafter, Kateri, at age 24, lay dying in a room filled to capacity by her loving friends at the mission, including two Jesuit priests. All these pious people were privileged to witness with astonishment what clearly appeared to be a miracle. Kateri uttered her final words, Jesus, I love you. And moments after she took her final breath, the ugly smallpox scars that she had carried on her face with such humiliation throughout her life completely vanished, leaving her face lucidly clear, radiantly white, and angelically beautiful. Some of the witnesses believed it to be a sign marking the moment Kateri entered heaven. St. Kateri has been recognized by religious, political, and civic leaders as an important cultural bridge between and within nations, and being uniquely a child of nature, she has been declared patroness of ecology and environmentalists, as well as of exiles, orphans, those ridiculed for their faith, and World Youth Day. Indeed, the more one learns about Kateri Tekakwitha, the more one might wonder why it has taken nearly three and a half centuries to honor the saintliness of such a beautiful human being. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings, airing every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. and at 2.30 and 9 p.m. on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio.